Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. I am ready to go on an adventure. Welcome, and thank you so much for joining us. This is the Gaming Adventure Club podcast. I am your host, Manny G, and with me is the one who extinguished the fires of a tempered Anjanath with the water balloon, only to discover that we are the real monsters. It is Andosaurus Rex. How's it going, buddy? He was just sitting there enjoying a sunset, and I... I know. And I... And I uh... Ripped his hide off. Made a hat out of it. <laughs> you did, man. Yeah. Super cool. I, I love Monster Hunter. Good mm. game. Okay. We're already getting off on a tangent. Mm-hmm. We need to we need to hunker down. We are a part of an excellent gaming community called the Gaming Adventure Club, and this is our podcast. So we discuss all of our adventures in gaming and what's going on in the gaming industry. My friend Andy, what is going on with you? How has your week been? It's been great, man. Uh you know, kind of busy at work because it's the summer. You know, summer's always crazy time. But uh, but a lot of, uh, you know, my side gig keeps me a little busy too. Uh, I took a few days off. Uh, the wife is keeping me busy with my honeydews. So it's just uh, busy all around. Well, that sounds fun. Mm. <laughs> uh, what, what have you been playing, man? Uh, you know, my gaming time has been even more restricted. But I did get some time in with... Uh, some friends of ours, good old Mr. Lurson and Voodoo. Oh the, yeah, the mystical Voodoo that that it's been cited. So um, we we put some time into uh, State of Decay, man. We played a little more State of Decay, oh, progressed nice. a little further, yeah. And uh, and then you know faction rally started. So I'm trying to get that graviton lance uh, um, catalyst. So you know just put a put a little bit of time into that. Not uh, not too too crazy i think just enough time to do my my weekly stuff and and move on yeah i played uh i played a bit of guild wars and that was really fun ori and i were doing a jumping puzzle last night and there's a lot of really cool jumping puzzles in that game and man it was it's hard some of these puzzles are crazy hard oh i bet bet. so yeah it's fun are you, you uh you drinking any coffee or anything no man, this is a, an early recording sesh for us. So I, I snuck some. I took a little time out from my activities. We're gonna do a little recording, but I, I see some. You know what? I see some R- Rudamaya in my future. Some Rudamaya. Oh, what yeah. is that, dude? Oh, dude, you want to talk about responsibly sourced, um, a coffee, free trade, uh-huh. bro, organic, oh goodness, all dude. the good things. Yeah, all the good things. I don't know if they're local, but um. I'll tell you what, they, they uh, all of those things on the bag, it's pretty cool, like, paper-looking bag, uh-huh. um, but it, it, the real reason I buy it is because, dude, it's, like, the cheapest uh, coffee, of, <laughs> like, all of them. I, they, you know, not, like, Folgers cheap, but sure, it's good sure. quality, but it's not super expensive, and it's really tasty. Yeah, dude, specialty coffee is getting crazy expensive. Oh, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. I, uh, I'm only drinking water right now. I had my coffee a little while ago and I could probably make more, but I was drinking a coffee. It is a, a it's called a monsoon Malabar. And what they do is they let the coffee dry out during the monsoon season and the, the salt in the air and all that stuff kind of gets into the coffee. So it makes like a real unique flavor. So it's pretty good. And I actually, it was gifted to me by none, none other than our good friend Ori. Oh, for real? I was about yeah. to start teasing you about how big of a coffee nerd you are. <laughs> no, Ori sent it to me. And you know what, dude? I am, I am like overwhelmingly like... I just feel so good and so happy about our community mm-hmm. because it is just full of good, generous people. Um, we care about each other and, you know, we have a, sometimes we strongly disagree, but everybody mm-hmm. treats each other with dignity and respect. Oh, absolutely, man. And, good uh, friends, man. Friends. Yes. There's lots of good friendships happening there. Yeah, man. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. For sure. That's that's our catchphrase, I think. For sure. Well, do, well we, we have other catchphrases, but this is... Uh, rated G podcast, so we can't. <laughs> hey, um, yeah, we've got some, we've got some news. Oh yeah, we Let's got some news that. this week. So, just uh, real quick before we get into the news, you might be wondering why is this show available to download on Friday? Next week, Monday is when we usually release our podcast. It is smack dab in the middle of E three, so. Mm. We thought we could either make the podcast late after E3 or we could give it to you early. So we decided to give it to you early and that'll give us a lot of time to digest all the E3 news. But this is it, man. The road to E3 is almost over. We're pretty much here. It starts mm-hmm. Saturday. Yeah. Sony's already starting to announce titles and stuff. So oh, wow. Awesome. We are we are in the full swing of things. Well, but are they the- starting to announce uh, titles or did they already... Well, quote unquote, they, announce they are. They said they're they're announcing one new title each day until their press conference. I think Walmart did that for them already. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, our our first story: uh, NetEase, which is a Chinese gaming company, purchases a minority stake in Bungie, investing one hundred million dollars. That's a lot of dollars. That is a lot of dollars. What do they that get is, for that investment, Manny? Uh, a minority stake. Oh, wow. Which sounds delicious. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bungie, back in 2014, received $500 million from Activision to start Destiny. Mm. So, hey, $100 million, I'm sure you could still do something nice with that. Um, it's been long speculated that Bungie is working on more than just Destiny, but Jason Jones, Bungie's co-founder, says that the studio is almost entirely focused on building Destiny, but they are looking forward to creating new worlds. Mm-hmm. So they're definitely making new games or at least one new IP mm-hmm. uh, that is yet to be announced. Pete Parsons, which is Bungie CEO, he says that as an independent gaming company that they're always looking at what they're going to launch and how are they going to market their games, but also they want to be uh, self-published. Mm-hmm. So they, they want to kind of get away from from Activision. This $100 million could help them do that in the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's a that's definitely a good starting point. I'm sure. Um, it will be interesting to see what uh, what this new, you know, IP is going to be. Um, but you know, look, say what you will um, about you know what Bungie's gone through, especially since Destiny uh, 
came out. But I got to say, man, they, they in terms of the, the, the feel of the game, they do yeah. that, I mean, exceptionally well. The, the, and also, like, the, the, the music, the, you know, the graphics, the colors, all that stuff. I mean, they make beautiful games. So yes. um, I think, if nothing else, we can certainly expect, uh, you know, something that looks really good. I think so. I hope so. Um, we're probably years away from hearing oh, anything yeah. about this, right. but something to look forward to for mm-hmm. sure. And they're apparently still like, this is not going to take away from what they're doing with Destiny. So it sounds like, you know. They have a big team for sure. And there, there's so many rumors about this. Like mm-hmm. uh, people are saying that, you know, perhaps they're going to try and sell Destiny to Activision and Vicarious mm-hmm. Visions will take over. And they'll move on to the next project. We know, we know nothing. Right, exactly. We really don't. We have a bunch of rumors and stuff that we don't know anything. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think, um, personally, I think this is exciting. I think it's good for Bungie to have that money to to do stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's exciting. Yeah, for sure. We'll see. So Bungie, they detail their summer roadmap with a new monetization strategy. So they mm. just announced their new expansion, which is coming in September, called Forsaken. Mm-hmm. So it is a $40 expansion, which is the same price as the Taken King. So I'm kind of feeling like this is a Taken King size expansion. So after the Taken mm. King, we went like a whole year without any content. Um, but they're doing something different. The year after, 12 months after Forsaken lands in September, they're doing a thing called the Annual Pass. And what their pledges for the annual pass is that they're going to release three uh, DLCs that we could all partake of. And the annual pass, these DLCs, they're going to have new endgame activities and endgame content, new legendaries, exotic weapons, armor, gear, seasonal rewards, um, new triumph records to complete. So there's all this stuff, right? That's all the stuff we really, really want. Mm-hmm. But. Everybody's kind of thinking, well, within that time period, that 12 months, there's probably not going to be an expansion, no big story expansion. And Jeech has confirmed that this annual pass will have no story content, basically. Mm-hmm. There might be something, but not not what we're traditionally used to with a nope. Bungie expansion. Cut scenes and all that stuff, just pouring it right into the actual game and the loot and all that stuff. So, I mean, I think that sounds great. You know, I, I think that... It's it's what we've wanted, you know, something that can sustain the players for, um, you know, for just through that dry spell. Um, like you mentioned before, Taken King, that, I mean, the the whole year after Taken King, with the exception of maybe the uh, Taken Spring, uh, yeah. there wasn't a whole lot that, that came after that, you know. So this should hopefully, um, you know, just give us something to do. Yeah, it is. It's a good path, I think. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think the question lies is, will Bungie be able to deliver on exciting content with each of these DLCs? And that's kind of where people are right now. Some people are very happy with what Bungie has done now. They mm-hmm. have kind of turned things around. Uh, mm-hmm. Forsaken definitely looks to be a good expansion. So yeah. basically what you are spending is 40 bucks for the Forsaken. If you want the annual pass, 69 bucks. If you want the deluxe edition, it'll cost you 10 bucks more, which gives you like a ghost shell and skin stuff. Mm-hmm. Just, Cosmetics. you know, the fluff. 
Yeah, yeah. Right. That works out to be... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just... (laughs) Yeah, you go ahead. Uh, No. uh, What I was going to mention is uh, that the... You know, they've really... made it very clear you know they're they're not calling this an expansion or or any of that stuff so i think that they're to a degree they're setting expectations but like for me personally it's it's like you said um you know it's just what what does that look like you know what exactly are we getting you know because i mean there are Mm -hmm. things that would make make it you know great for me if you know if we get like raid even a raid layer something small like that um an actual playable content expanding on you know, I guess whatever universe they're creating in in the Forsaken, not necessarily through cutscenes and 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 the such, but definitely through you know uh, new events, uh, new things to kind of get, raising our power level, giving us you know new end game material, you know, like that kind of stuff. I mean, ten dollars for that, that would be great. Yeah, that's that is ten dollars well spent as opposed to uh, an emote. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's it's like works out to being like three, four bucks a month, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, it's one drink at Starbucks if you right. subscribe to that yeah. coffee. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, that garbage. Yeah. There you go. So um, uh, for I want to throw in a plug. For mm-hmm. more Destiny content, go check out Destiny Reset Podcast. Oh, for sure. They had a really good breakdown of everything, all that stuff. So if you guys want to dig into what exactly is coming, uh, definitely give those guys a listen. Yeah, I'm about halfway through their last episode. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you want the details, they give you all the details. For sure. So this next story is about a game called Star Citizen. Oh, it is an man. MMORPG that takes place in the middle of space. Mm-hmm. So um, this is an interesting game. It was. It is one of the most successful crowdfunding um, games in history. They managed to raise over the past few years over $187 million through their crowdfunding and through their online sales with about 2 million uh, participants. So th- that is some major mm. cash, dude. Yeah, that's a lot of dollars. Yeah, and the the problem is that this game is after many years is still in an alpha state mm-hmm. and they have this extensive cash shop where you can go and you can buy these ships, cosmetics, currencies, you could even buy property within the game. And they just here's the story, right? They just released this pack that allows you to pass up on most of the game's reward system to get nearly everything in the game for the very low price of $27,000. That's, that is, that's, that is gross. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that, that's a straight up scam right there. I mean, you can't call it anything other than that. You know what I mean? And for them to, I mean, I don't know. I just, that's like, as a gamer, like, yeah. that's just disgusting, man. That's straight up taking advantage of, of people who, you know, maybe maybe they have disposable income and can afford something like that. But what about the rest of your your community? You know, people that oh a, can't afford that. And so they're going to invest how much time? Like how much time would it in hours would it take for me to, you know, grind and get all of that 27K worth of stuff? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, at this point, this game is obviously made for the elite. Those mm-hmm. who have lots of money. Yeah. 
Because that's who they're catering to. If you go to their cash shop, you'll see like ships and stuff for like 200 bucks and stuff. It's, it's crazy, crazy. And the, the, the worst thing is, in my opinion, is that this is something that was crowdfunded. So yeah. they have a lot of people who you sold this, this you know, this dream to, you know, hey, I'm going to make this yeah. awesome game. You know, if you like all these things and please give us some money so we can get this project off the ground. They give you, you know, over $100 million. And from the looks of it, almost two hundred million dollars, and uh, and you still don't have a, a real playable version of that game. I think I think it was six years. It's been six years that this game has been in development. That's that's just insane, man. Dude, the game right now is a little more than a tech demo. It is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And here's <laughs> here's what's crazy. Not too long ago, they offered a similar pack for like ten thousand bucks. Yeah, yeah. Or something it's not like the first that. time they've done this. Yeah, this is this is gross man uh, you know it's just uh, how this isn't illegal i mean I, I don't i don't know but i guess we can you know people have the right to spend whatever they want to if you want to uh, go check out this pack for twenty-seven thousand bucks you can't even see it on their website unless you have a particular status that is mm-hmm. only earned by having spent a thousand dollars on the game yeah it's insane man yeah i don't know man i think i need to I need to go take a shower after <laughs> watching all this stuff. It's, it's just, yeah. Well, well. Yeah. To each his own. Like go. you said, elite gamers, right? Elite gamers. Gold-plated iPhones, all that good stuff. <laughs> so, like I said, E3 is around the corner. So, we're going to jump into our main topic and talk about a couple of these games that I'm really, really, really looking forward to. Um, and we only got to wait a couple days before we find out more. And the first one is Red Dead Redemption 2. So, Andy, you saw the trailer. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this game? Man, it looks, look, Rockstar, I'm a huge fan. You know, I, I don't invest, you know, there are p- people that play GTA for just, I mean, that's their game, right? Their investment yeah. game. Uh, and they've monetized that game very well. They've made a lot of money on that. Um but it's also just a ton of fun. I, I've, I've, outside of what I spent for the game, um, I've never given them an extra time. And I still got just, I mean, well, I'm sure well over 100 hours of enjoyment just playing through the, the, uh, the missions and, um, uh, you know, just messing around really more than anything on that game. So yeah. if, if uh, what we've seen uh, from Red Dead 2... Uh, and then also, you know, just what we've people have experienced from the first one, and it, it looks like it's uh, it's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah, I think so for sure. So back in two thousand, there was a company called Angel Studios, and they were actually being published by Capcom. They had this game called Red Dead Revolver, and in two thousand two of March, uh, this game was showed off. And it just wasn't playable yet. But in November of 2002, Take-Two, which is the parent company of Rockstar Games, they announced that they had acquired Angel Studios. They changed it to Rockstar San Diego. And they began to work on this game. And um, it's it's a cowboy shooter. Mm-hmm. And it, it, uh, did you play Red Dead Revolver? Man, I played one of those. I can't remember if it was that one or you know one of the Juarez games. Um, but I, it didn't really capture my attention all that much, you know? 
Yeah, I remember seeing this game when it first came out, but I don't I don't know what I was playing. It wasn't I think I was probably playing Halo, right? You're when probably did Halo playing come out? WoW. It's probably what you were doing. Yeah, probably. I don't know. It's all muddled. I, I don't have a good memory. I can't remember specific dates. That's my job, Manny, not and yours. Like, <laughs> I forget stuff, you remind me. Okay, let's keep our roles straight. <laughs> Dude, I forgot Mother's Day the other week. Remember that? All right. So uh so oh, Red Dead Redemption, that is uh, a Western action adventure game. So the game's set during the decline of American frontier in the year 1911. And you follow around the story, or you play uh, John Marston. He's a former outlaw whose wife and son has been taken hostage by the government and ransomed for his service as a hired gun. So he has no other choice than to do what the government is telling him to do to save his family. And he sets out to bring down three members of his former gang. So that's the story of Red Dead Redemption. So Red Dead Redemption 2, it's actually a prequel. It takes place 12 12 years before the events of Red Dead Redemption. And uh, they've showed us a lot of videos, some gameplay in some of these trailers, and it looks great. Mm -hmm. It's, It's a bigger game. The graphics are better. Mm-hmm. It's more immersive. It's more extensive. Mm-hmm. And just just to give you an example, like the hunting in this game, you could actually because you're you're out there in the wilderness, right? Yeah. You could go down. You hunt a creature, and you can have this deer or whatever that you're carrying around. Over time, the deer meat will decay, so it lowers the value of the deer meat. And if it starts to rot, you're going to attract other creatures that come find you. Oh my! Because it smells this meat. Yeah. So it's, you know, th- that's the level of immersion that Rockstar wow. is going for. But, yeah. you know, it's 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 a sequel. So, you know, the guns are deadlier, tumbleweeds go faster, the water's wetter, like nah. everything. <laughs> it doesn't look just it doesn't just look pretty. No, no. Yeah, right. It is it, it will drench you just by looking gonna, at it. Yeah. It's definitely going to deliver. That's going to be a good game, definitely. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. There is a bit of controversy here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game's 60 bucks. If you spend 80 or $100, you get the special or ultimate edition, and that unlocks some exclusive missions that you don't get with a regular game. Yeah, you know, I was kind of, you know, in the age that we're living in, you know, I think Rockstar, with what they've done with GTA, um, you know, they've really, like, they, I think... If you look at that store, there's a lot of microtransactions that can happen there. And then we've we've already I mean, there's no secret how much money they've made off of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Um and so when this one came out, that was I think that was one of the concerns uh folks were kind of throwing out there was like, how are they gonna monetize this game? Now with Grand Theft Auto, like I told you, I didn't spend I have not spent any money um you know, outside of my initial investment. And I got, I feel like I got more than enough out of that game. Yeah. Um, so if they can deliver on just the base game, you know, maybe people don't feel as, as, you know, gypped, um, mm-hmm. you know, if they can't get the full, um, you know, the full experience. But yeah, man, that's, uh, you know, hope, certainly hope it's not like the, you know, the end or the conclusion of, you know, whatever story they set up that's, kind of stuck behind that ex, uh, you know, that extra investment. They did uh, speak up on Twitter and say that these couple missions, one's like a, a bank heist or something, and they have nothing to do with the main storyline. They don't affect anything whatsoever. They're mm-hmm. just extra missions that you're getting. Okay, well. So, 
there you go. That's that. Listen, $20, $20 is a better deal than 27000 That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> better deal, more manageable. Um, yeah. There is a second bit of controversy. Mm. They're selling this $100 physical collector's box, and it has all kinds of cool stuff. And, you know, it's typical uh, collector's edition stuff, Swag. but it doesn't come with a game. What? Yeah. That's crazy. You don't get the game. Oh man. Well, that better so, be that better be a lot of stuff then. <laughs> it's it's a big box. Okay. It's a trunk, a veritable a tr- trunk of stuff. <laughs> so, you're spending anywhere between 160 to $200 if you want this box of the game. Yeah. With that yeah, wow. That's crazy. Weren't we just talking about the price of games, you know, that they're going to be going yeah. up? Yeah. Here we yeah. go. They're there going go. up. Well, as long as they don't yeah. Yeah. We'll see. we'll see how it looks when it comes out. Um, I'm still going to get it. Yeah. Um, next up is a game that I'm really looking forward to. We first saw this game at E3 2017 on Sony's stage being developed by BioWare. It's mm. Anthem. Mm. Man, this game looks really, really fun. So they, So we just saw a trailer we are getting some playable demos at E3. So I think they're ready to really show their cards here. And I, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks it looks uh, really good. You know, I mean, you know, when we first saw it uh, last year, you know, everybody was thinking that it was going to be the, the destiny killer, you know, improve on everything that, you know, that we we thought – uh, we were going to get from destiny or what people hoped they would get from destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's hard to tell. We don't know a lot. We haven't seen really anything. So, yeah, we'll see, man. So EA says that this is an action adventure game with great RPG character development and story progression that Bioware is known for. They do, they do that so well. I will, I will say that about that. I was going to mention that, um, you know, I am not, at all an rpg guy especially like a turn-based rpg so like mass effect i mean they were fun games i think i only played through the first one but i really didn't you know it didn't really get its hooks into me uh knights of the old republic i don't know if you ever played that game star wars game from gosh i can't even remember when it came out yeah it's been a while yeah well do that game i started playing it and within like 30 to 40 minutes i was just i was hooked i know i always mess around i'm like oh here we go another death star but but you know as far as like the star wars universe goes that that is probably one of my favorite things that they've put out man It, it was such a fun game and that story i mean you know it was you uh you know depending on the choices you made you know your your character either you know went to the dark side or you know uh you know used the force for good um yeah but if it's anything like that and you know they they did several games like you know after that i think it was jade empire i think it was a similar game and then and of course you know they did the mass effect stuff but uh yeah man they do rpgs well dude and, and if they can incorporate that to you know the the looter shooter kind of uh aspects that that people speculate it's going to have then man that has a lot of potential yeah i'm I'm really looking forward to it i played uh star wars the old republic which is a bioware game and it's an it's an mmo and they did a great job there was a lot of questing it was all voice acted and it just felt great it was good Mm -hmm. i played it for several months Mm -hmm. 
But this game is going to be a live service game. So we all know what that means. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we'll see what that kind of Yay. turns out to be. Live service games. What could possibly go wrong? I know, man. I want to stay positive about <laughs> Anthem so bad. But <laughs> Yeah, I know, man. Well, you know what? I will say this, though. Like, with everything that we've seen and, and just the industry itself, I do feel like they've made us all um, much more cautious consumers um, to the point where, you know, me, I used to, like, if I saw something that, that – I thought I was going to get into. I just pre-order right away. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, especially here lately, it's like, no, I'll just wait for the game to come out. We'll see what the reviews are. Give it a few months to kind of settle down. And then if it still looks good, I'll go ahead and make my investment. Yeah, that's not a bad way to do it, man, mm-hmm. for sure. So if you don't know, go check out this trailer. It looks really cool. But basically, you're in these suits called Javelins. You're flying around like Iron Man. <laughs> so these different suits, they kind of determine your class, how you play, the weapons you have uh, available to you, your utility skills and all that stuff. And the world from the trailer looks really good. It's super large. It's dynamic. It's full of creatures and events and lots of different group play. So, dude, I, I'm all about this, man. I can't wait to see it. Bioware, they're still kind of recovering from a really rough uh, Andromeda release. Oh, yeah. So this game, I think, is really about Bioware's redemption and can they mm-hmm. recover from this. Um, there's a lot of talk about EA and they have a reputation of taking game studios and absorbing them into their company and kind of dissolving game studios that don't perform well. So the last thing I want to see is Bioware get eaten up by the machine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no kidding. For sure. They, they Like I said, they have such a pedigree. With every and even Andromeda, man, I, I you know I I think the the downfall of that game was you know how their game engine sort of acted right, but I don't think I mean we have Bridget played that game and she loved it right. She said if, yes. as long as you could kind of look past all that ridiculous sort of physics that the the characters would do or their lack of expression, the game itself was uh was an awesome experience. So I mean they still. I think even with that disaster, quote unquote, that they had, it mm-hmm. was still like the things that they're known for that they do well, they did very well. So hopefully the techno, the, you know, the technology side of it uh, cooperates this time. So, yeah, if I could put it this way, Bioware games have a soul mm-hmm. and, you know, that soul kind of shines through despite, um, you know, issues with the game. That's why, you know, our friends liked Andromeda. Um, right. So yeah, I, I'm I'm fully confident that Bioware will kind of shine through and make something really awesome. Mm-hmm. But you know, let's hope that EA has kind of learned from their microtransaction disaster that was Battlefront, yeah. and that they give us a game worth playing and sticking around for. Let's hope that uh, they do well with Battlefield Five and that pla- that model, uh, yeah. and then just carry it on through to this game. Yeah, I, I'm hopeful for sure. But man, E3 has so many exciting titles. Um, mm-hmm. A couple other games that I'm looking forward to. Uh, the first one right here being Death Stranding. Oh my gosh. What did you think about this trailer? I don't even know what to think about that trailer, man. Dude. <laughs> this is like baby and, and a dude's like throat and like, you know, footsteps on footsteps. And 
It's just so crazy. It's like uh, David. It's like it's like David Lynch had a dream and uh, you know decided to make it a game. It, it is out of control. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going on with this in this trailer. You know, it's funny because some of the stuff that's out there, you know, they, they it, people are everybody's trying to figure this game out, right? And so they're just, even to down to the uh, interviews that the actors that they're um, that they're using for the game. They're just like, you know, just trying to kind of glean any information that they can. And even those guys, you know, when they when they talk about what they've had to do, they're like, man, we have no idea where this yeah. is going. <laughs> they're like being coached as uh, mocap actors. And yeah. they're like, what am I doing? Yes. I'm yeah. doing what? And right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, dude. Right. So, man, I want to see something like mm-hmm. what is this? But it's intriguing, right? So right. I guess I guess it's working. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we heard about uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. There was like some uh, like little pin that had Assassin's Creed Odyssey on it. And they're like, oh, what's this? Mm-hmm. I guess it's an unannounced game. So they went ahead and announced it. They gave like this oh, small gosh. little video of a guy kicking somebody off a cliff 300 style. Mm. And uh, it's, dude, it's funny because he kicks him and the guy goes off like horizontally. Oh my gosh. Like, like he weighs nothing and this guy's foot is so strong. It's no gravity. <laughs> yeah, so that, it's confirmed. No so, gravity in Assassin's Creed Odyssey confirmed. <laughs> it's going to take place in ancient Greece, it looks like. But maybe with no gravity, you might be going to space. That's right. <laughs> so, that sounds like a crazy game. Okay, this next game I am really excited about. It is a PS4 exclusive game. Ghost what of is Tsushima. going on, Microsoft? I know. Catch up. As a quick aside, uh, we have uh, several rumors going around that, um, oh gosh, what's the game called that they've been working on forever and ever? It's getting delayed again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, dude. Crackdown. Yes, Crackdown 3. Right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. It's getting delayed again. Mm. We first heard this, about this in 2014, I think. Jeez. Yeah. Maybe they should go to uh, Kickstarter. all right sony is bringing us some great stuff this is an action stealth adventure game takes place during the the mongol invasion of japan in 1274 and you get to play as a samurai dude you had me at samurai i used to love me some samurai movies um when i was a kid karate movies but samurai samurai movies man to be able to play in that world and if they do like oh man i can't even i can't contain my excitement and then the that trailer looks so good man i'm that i'm really pumped about this game so i'm gonna get a ps4 i'm getting a ps4 that's okay that's it me too (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna have to each get our own ps4 this time though okay i don't know how we're gonna manage that So this is supposed to be like a semi or maybe completely uh, open world kind of encourages you to explore. So you don't have like uh, these normal quests as you go to places to kind of discover what's going on, mm-hmm. kind of Guild Wars 2 style. So we'll see. I, I really hope to see more information at E3. I'm sure we will. Mm-hmm. But man, this game looks beautiful. Dude, yeah, the trailer looks amazing, man. It really does. And the story just, even what we just heard from, uh, from the trailer, it seems like the story is going to be really good as well. I'm I'm very excited about that. Me too. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. So, all right, there's like a million other games we can talk about. 
But let's just wrap things up here and uh, give something, give a little something for people to listen to before E3 comes out on Saturday. I want to take the time to thank our Patreons. I am so grateful that you guys have decided to support us financially. It really does go a long way. And Patreon, I think, is an amazing platform because it gives you the ability to support people that are making content. Obviously, I want to su- encourage people to support us. We're at patreon.com slash gaming adventure club. But in general, I think everybody should just think about being a Patreon for somebody that they really like to listen to, mm-hmm. a content creator or a YouTuber, a podcaster, whatever. That dollar a month, three bucks a month, whatever you give to whoever you decide to give to really makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we have a lot of friends uh, that also are in podcasting. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it just, you know, it, it hosting fees and um, just little things that you don't necessarily think of um, that it takes to, to, to put this stuff out there. So definitely, you know, I, I support uh, some of my favorite podcasts uh, just because I know. Yeah. Quick shout out to our patrons. We love you guys. Thank you so much for, um, you know, jumping in this thing with us. We did get a couple iTunes reviews. Our dear friend, Lurson. Oh. Thank you so much, buddy. And we the also got another from our from our good buddy Arrow Knight. Yeah, Arrow. We that guy. Uh, we talked about Destiny Reset. You guys should definitely give them a listen so that you can hear hear his sweet sweet voice. Not nearly <laughs> as sweet as my my uh, my fellow uh, co host here, but uh, <laughs> a close second. Hey, so uh, if you can't support people via, via Patreon, consider going to iTunes and rate your favorite podcast, rate us, and uh, it helps get the word out, helps us to grow. Absolutely. So, hey, it looks like that was a nice quick show, Andy. Nice. We kept it under 40 minutes. Yeah. So, Andy, if anybody wants to come find you, how do they do that? TX Space Andy Man on Xbox uh, Live. Our Discord, which all the links are in the website, and uh, you know, feel free to jump in there. I'm always there harassing <laughs> our uh, <laughs> our members, um, and uh, and then of course uh, Twitter. I don't check Twitter as much, but you know, my phone tells me that people are tweeting, and then sometimes I'll take a look and respond. Even I learned how to accept uh, friend requests on Twitter. You taught oh, me that. Good. <laughs> there you go. Uh, t- uh, Andyman two two eight on Twitter. Awesome baby steps. You could uh, also add me, uh, add me on Xbox or on uh, Twitter or whatever, aka Manny G. And if you would like to contact us, you can do so via Twitter. That is G underscore Adventure Club, or you could send us an email at gamingadventureclub at gmail.com. or you can just come over to our website, gamingadventureclub.com. and there you will find the very important link to our discord to come and be a part of our club to hang out and uh we've got a great community absolutely well, guys thanks for joining us i appreciate it go enjoy e3 have an adventurous week and take care of each other stay hydrated <laughs> <laughs>